Hello, film fanatics. This is Lizard. And this is the Mighty Panda. Ooh, nice. Yes. <laughs> Mighty. <laughs> I'm feeling extra spicy today. Extra spicy? It's just a little spicy. Just, just a little bit. Little spicy. And I guess this is technically episode 12, but then when I was posting last week's little special I did, mm-hmm. it had... I had to put a number in, so I put 12, because I'm just like, it won't let me do, like, 11 and a half. I tried, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't let me. So, I don't know, 12, 13, I don't know at this point. This is the next episode of Lizard and Panda Take on Cinema. Yeah, uh, I mean, unless you... Can you still change the name? What do you mean? Like, on the episode. Maybe? Because if you can, you can just put it as episode one being a uh, bonus episode. That's true. Mm-hmm. I will look into that. Yes. I will figure that out. But yes. Um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I completely lost it. It's gone. It's gone, Danny. Um, um. Can I tell you, Danny, actually, literally last Friday, I went to the bathroom and I washed my hands and I used soap. And literally right after I rinsed the soap off of my hands, I was seriously questioning if I use soap. <laughs> I was seriously like, I can't remember if I use soap. And I looked down, I'm like, there's soap in the sink. We're good. I used soap for my hands. I, I, I get that on a spiritual level. Oh my God. It was just not, not having it. Uh, do you have any movie news? Nope. I just want to talk about Batman. Okay. All right. Hold on. I got some movie news. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home digital platforms March 22nd and then Blu-ray slash DVD April 12th. Okay. I did pre-order on Amazon because I had to. Mm -hmm. Um, Haunted Mansion movie coming out March 2023. With Eddie Murphy? No. Tiffany Haddish, uh, Lakeith Stanfield, Rosario Dawson, uh, Owen Wilson. Really? And Danny DeVito. Oh, shit. <laughs> I know. He's a trash man. He's a trash man. I want to see it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, I haven't even seen a trailer yet. That's all I know. And I'm just like, you know what? I love Eddie Murphy and I love the original Haunted Mansion. But you know what? I need to see this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I will probably be seeing this movie. Yes. Uh, Let's see. What else do I have? Uh, Anastasia was pulled from Disney+. Plus. Really? Yeah. And people were thinking it was because of the whole Russia-Ukraine situation. But they're saying that it's because of, uh, what was it, um, con- contract issues with stars, Because huh. stars were having it on their streaming platform or something like that. Because there has to be a million streaming platforms. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, it's becoming more expensive than cable. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what I'm paying for all my, pay- or my uh, streaming platforms. Exactly. Um, uh, Alien 5 movie in development. With Ridley Scott to produce, and then, um, I don't know how to pronounce this, Fede Alvarez? Oh, Fede. Fede, Fede. Uh, from Don't Breathe in Evil Dead, he's gonna write and direct. I don't know how I feel about an Evil 5 movie. Because honestly, 1 and 2, I felt like we were good. Evil? Alien? Alien. Did I say Evil Dead? You said Evil 5. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I meant Alien 5. I felt like we could have stopped at 1 and 2. But we didn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of going a little bit too much. But, I mean, I'm interested. We'll see what happens, I guess. 
this is the one that confused me. So I am Legend Two. I is saw that with Will Smith, which I'm like, he died though. Spoiler really? alert for our... <laughs> the movie's been out since what? 06? I'm just saying. Right. I'm actually gonna look that up. I'm pretty sure it's 06. Watch me be on the nose. And Michael B. Jordan. I saw that. Yes, he will be in it. Uh, but I'm just very confused because I'm like, but Will Smith's character died. Close. Oh seven. Oh, oh, you were close. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, I'm a little confused on that one. And yeah. I Am Legend, that is a movie I have watched and I never will see again. Yeah, I don't really like watching that movie that many times. It, I think I've seen it maybe twice. It's the dog. Mm-hmm. I can handle everything else but the dog scene. I'm just like, oh my god. Just like Never Ending Story. People are always just like, you've only seen Never Ending Story once and you'll never watch it again. And I'm like, it's because of that goddamn horse scene. <laughs> it's very upsetting. <laughs> Uh, the Crow movie is happening. Ugh. They're moving forward with, what What was it, a completely different director and cast. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, how about we just not do it? Yeah. <laughs> like, you have a lot of people saying, don't do it. Just, just, the first movie was so good. It's perfect, in my opinion. Exactly. We don't need to do a remake. Honestly, remakes are getting just over the top. Anyway, so, meh. <laughs> Pull from other sources. Pull from your own fucking goddamn mind. Just watch me come up with a concept right now. Just out, out of the top of my head. Um, I, I, I don't know. Um, You're doing swell at this. Yes, yes. <laughs> Fuck it. Do a movie based off of um, um, Yasuke. Yasuke was the uh, first and I think only African-American samurai. Oh, okay. Because that, that story is so interesting. Mm-hmm. Pull from history. Pull from literally anywhere else. Exactly. Like, we don't need to remake The Crow. Just don't do it. Don't touch it. Uh, Florence Pugh is in talks of being in Dune 2. Mm-hmm. Hasn't been confirmed yet, but it's it's they're talking about it. Um... DC movies are being pushed back. Okay. Which I'm like, okay, you had just released this amazing trailer of all of your DC movies coming out this year. Like, I loved it. Like, even though I've said in previous episodes that Mm -hmm. DC live action movies have been very disappointing, the trailer for all the movies was fantastic. But now, conveniently, after the Batman comes out, uh, Black Adam is being moved from Mar- or da, 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 da. Black Adam is being moved from July 29th to October 21st. Jesus. Yeah. Um, super pets, if anybody cares. Um, from May to July. Yeah, yeah I'm like, yeah, the trailer looks funny. Yeah. When I mean, we saw I it yesterday. The cast is fun. Uh-huh. I mean, Keanu Reeves is fucking Batman. Well, yeah. That one, that one I'll probably end up watching once it's on HBO Max. Yeah. Um... This one, you and I, we we share the same opinion, but Aquaman from December 16th to March 17th, 2023. I will not be watching that movie in theaters. Exactly. Honestly, I probably won't even watch it <laughs> at this point. Um, and then The Flash from November 4th to June 23rd, 2023. That's a big jump. Yeah, I know. But Shazam is being moved up from June 2nd, 2023 to December 12th, 2022. Oh. So there's that. I wasn't really a fan of the first one, but I know you were. Mm-hmm. So, but still, I'm just like, okay, well, that's at least something. Yeah. I guess. 
Um, and then all of my other news is all about the Batman. I saved all these for the last, even though they're kind of just scrambled in my notes. Okay. Before <laughs> um, that. Yes. Um, I did read into um, what you were telling me yesterday about Moon Knight not being in the MCU. Oh, yes, yes, so, yes. I forgot about that. Uh, after reading it, the way I see it is more so that it's not directly connected to anything happening in the MCU right now. Okay, gotcha. That's what I figured, that it was going to be like a yet situation. Mm -hmm. Like, it's its own story, still takes place within the MCU, but its events doesn't affect what ha ha right. has happened. Right. And that's coming up soon. Just, like, two weeks? Yes, two weeks. Yes. Ooh, mm -hmm. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. Also, can I just say that, I don't know if you've seen on TikTok, but the amount of people, okay, not people, sad little boys that are complaining because of the one poster that they released of Moon Knight where he's in, like, that vest and that nice, like, Oh, Mr. Shirt. Knight? Mr. Knight, yeah, where he has his sleeve rolled up and all you see is that nice little vein on his arm. Because all of us females are completely freaking out about it because, Jesus, take the wheel because <laughs> I'm hopping over there. And all they're all so angry because they're just like, what, 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 I thought it was supposed to be those big buffy shirtless men that you love so much. I'm like, that is your fantasy, my dude. Because for us, put a man in a nice, like, rolled-up-sleeved suit, mm -hmm. and we are happy. Because, <laughs> yes. But I just, I just thought that was funny. I just couldn't help myself. Um, did, did you have anything that you wanted to add? No, that was it. Okay. Um, Penguin spinoff. Mm -hmm. uh, the show is being compared to Scarface. Ooh. Which we definitely got that feeling, that vibe in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the opening weekend of Batman, it beat Batman Begins opening weekend. Uh, Batman Begins grossed around $48 million in its three-day opening weekend. Uh, da, da, da. For the weekend, the Batman, $128.5 million at North American box, box Office. Second biggest domestic opening of the pandemic era with No Way Home being first. Mm -hmm. Um, again, I have to scan... <laughs> one of the first screenings from the Batman movie, mm -hmm. there was a bat flying around in the theater. So nice. they literally had to pause the movie and the bat's just flying around and all the house lights are up and like they're trying to catch the bat. I don't know where it was, but I saw it like an article about it and they're thinking that somebody brought a bat in, mm -hmm. like one of the moviegoers. But I was just like, oh, the babies. He just wanted to see himself on the big screen. <laughs> That's my cousin. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the Batman 10-day domestic total of $238.5 million. Okay. Because, yes. And um, that that's it for, like, specific notes. But in more detail, we saw the Batman. Yes. As I said last week, I saw it last Sunday. I just saw it yesterday with Panda and a couple of my friends. And um, I'll be seeing it. This Sunday coming up in theaters. Mm. I might be Brian seeing it on friends. Friday. Yes. Depending on what time you go, because I, I'm pretty sure I work the morning shift on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a problem. <laughs> Not at all. So what, what we're pretty much trying to say is the movie was good. Yes. It was marginally good. It was subpar. It was mid. <laughs> It was mid. It was mid. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you have to say about it? No, I'm fucking... Exactly. Yeah, the fucking movie was awesome. It, it was, was awesome. It was so 
good. And I just want to see it again and again and again and again and again. And like I said during the bonus episode, Robert Pattinson. What did... Oh, crap. I said something yesterday. You might have been outside when I said it. Oh, crap. What was it that I said? Because I made a comment about one of his scenes that he was in. Uh, I don't remember what I said. Basically, I made a sexual innuendo about Robert Pattinson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what it was, but I was just like, mm, he can do that to me any day. <laughs> what was it? No, I was there for that, but I don't remember what it was. I don't remember what it was. Oh, this is bad. Maybe Vicky will remember. But, uh, yeah, because I told you also I've been on the Robert Pattinson kick, and I've mm. been watching a bunch of his movies, and The Rover and... Uh, Good Time. If anybody has a chance to see those movies, The Rover and Good Time. Both amazing movies, and they really show that he's not just a sparkling vampire. Yeah. But he is a fantastic actor. I need to see Lighthouse again. Mm-hmm. Because I love that movie. Yes. Again, I, I still want to make it my life's mis- mission to have memorized um, Willem Dafoe's monologue in that movie yes kind of like i have the monologue for boondock saints memorized Mm -hmm. like i'm not good at saying it out loud on the spot but once the movie is playing i'm just like yes uh but it is so good if anybody has if you're like obviously if you're worried about covid stay the fuck home but if you can see it in theaters if you're interested in seeing it in theaters go see the batman because it's so much better in theaters yes i just mm, i love it Cinematography was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the fucking score. Yes. Well, just it has to be the greatest fucking Batman theme I have ever heard. It's so good. Like it beat out Arkham Knight, not Arkham Knight, Arkham City's theme for me. Yeah. No, I can definitely see that. I also mm-hmm. liked the Arkham Knight vibes. Yeah. Through this movie, mm-hmm. because yes. And the fact that he's actually. A detective! The world's greatest detective is actually a detective. Right? It's nice to see for once. Oh. Uh, like, okay, so this isn't a spoiler at all, but it's just, like, some of his scenes that he's, like, in, like, the like evidence. He's checking out the evidence. You, you can see him, like, analyzing the room. Exactly. Where did my pen go? But I just... And also, we did decide that... Ooh, there it is. Uh, we did decide <laughs> that, like, April... 18th or 19th, it will be released on HBO Max because they're doing the whole 45-day mm-hmm. thing after the initial release. Is it 45? It is 45. Okay. I looked it up. Um, and we're going to do an actual, like, spoiler review on the Batman. Yes. Then. We will watch it. <laughs> Again. And then we will talk about it. But, oh, yes. I just... Such a good movie and I love it. And people think I'm crazy for going to see it so many times. And I'm just like... I mean, if you look at my left arm... <laughs> You will see that it's covered in Batman tattoos. I mean, then again, like, when The Dark Knight came out, I think I went to go see it, like, eight times. I only saw it a few times in theaters. Maybe, like, four or five. Which I... And also, that's another thing that's getting on my nerves. And eventually, we will stop talking about this movie, I promise, because we're already, like, 15 minutes in. Um, yeah, it's still not bad. Still not bad. Um... But so many people keep comparing it to The Dark Knight, and I get it. But at the same time, like, they're both good in their own way. Yeah. Like, and then there are people who, like, I follow on TikTok where they're just like, 
looking back, like the Dark Knight was good in its time, but it's we're not there anymore. No, it's still good. It's not that it's not good in or it's good in its time. It's still a good movie. It's just a new movie came out. Yeah, and also fatigue. then we had action, action, action. Where this one, there's just little spurts of action here and there, and it's mm-hmm. not too overdone. It's just a quick little like, okay, here's some of the uh, action Batman, but most of it is detective noir, Zodiac slash Seven esque. So. And Saul. With some, a little splash of Saul. Yeah. Just, <laughs> a little sprinkle of uh, old, old Jigsaw. Jig exactly. Just, just little, little and you could see action. that uh, Matt Reeves was towing that line of PG-13 to rated oh, R. Yeah. He was like, how far can I go? I'm just going to go a little hairline right at that line right there. Like, what what I liked about the movie was, like, the, the horror aspects were all subversive. Yes. Like, you don't have to see blood and gore and guts all the time. Just like with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You didn't... The original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the new one. We have our own thoughts of that. Um, But, like, that's what made it scary, was that you didn't really see... Yeah, because your mind makes up more fucked up shit than the actual movie itself. Exactly. Exactly. Which is so much better. Exactly. It's better in a story aspect. Especially for Batman. Mm Mm-hmm. Imagine if this was like a story, like, let's say, um... I don't know, Professor Pig. (laughs) Oh, Professor Pig. I love Professor Pig, but he's a creepy motherfucker. Oh, yeah, he is. Absolutely. Like, imagine that that whole aspect of, like, oh, you know, Batman's finding these bodies have been all stitched up and shit like that. Then, like, having to go through all that, just, like, have... Like, more of the psychological and, like, again, subversive horror Mm -hmm. behind those concepts. Oh, so so good. And at the end of the day, psychological thrillers are my favorite. Like, I like those creepy ones that, like, you're waiting for something to happen, but nothing actually does. Mm -hmm. And then when it does happen, you're really like, holy fuck! Wasn't expecting that. Yes. Like, don't get me twisted. We like our jump scares. We like our horror. They're fun. Mm -hmm. But it's not... What's the word I'm looking for? It's not all there is. Yeah. And it gets boring after a while. It gets overdone. Uh, but yes, uh, I think we're that now is a good spot to end since we're almost 20 minutes in. Yes. <laughs> and we still have a whole movie to talk about. Uh, but yes, uh, in April we will be doing at some point the Batman chit-chatty with spoilers. Yes. So yeah, yes. that'll probably be another one that's just like pick out scenes. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, because... And then me, like, just looking at Robert Pattinson, like, you're cute. <laughs> like me with Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes! Yeah. Exactly. And also Zoe Kravitz, I will 100% feel like, mm, yeah, I'm yeah. questioning oh. myself. <laughs> After all these years, I'm questioning Brian, myself. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe this ring's gonna have to come off of Zoe Kravitz. Just... Yeah, it's like, mm, I don't know where it went to. <laughs> and this week is St. Patrick's Day. By the time this episode were released, St. Patrick's Day will be over. However, it is on a Thursday, and I feel like more people are going to go out Friday. That's good to know, because I, I need to know when I need to post my next um, spicy picture. From our page. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yes, because I'm doing holiday themes, too, in between. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yes. Yeah, no, fair enough. Yes, no, it is on Thursday, but most people, I feel like, they're going to probably go out Friday, because... Yeah. It's the weekend. Who goes out on a Thursday? Me. Well, besides us. <laughs> but yes, in honor of St. Patrick's Day, we have our movie 
one of my personal favorites that I've probably seen like 50,000 times, The Boondock Saints. Yes, and you're the one that introduced me to this movie. Am I? Yes. Really? Yes. You're the one that sat me down and had me watch this movie. I don't remember this. <laughs> it was myself and someone else. Because we both didn't see it. I don't know. I really don't remember. Not Brandon, because no. I know how much he loves this movie yeah. as well. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it'll come to me in like a weird flashback memory. Mm-hmm. Mike? Maybe. 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 It's very possible. It was but, back then. That, yeah, no, yeah. it was it was a while ago. Um but but yes, I've the amount of times I've seen this movie in my lifetime because Jimmy was the one who introduced me to this movie, shockingly enough. Um and I remember him and I just sitting there watching it, and I'm just like, this is awesome. <laughs> Way too young to be watching this movie, mm-hmm. but who cares? Uh, besides the point. Uh, did you put down any info? Yes. Oh, okay. A little bit, yeah. I know that you usually do a lot of this part. I did mm-hmm. write it down just in case. Uh, if you want, I'll do the crew and you do the cast. Sounds good to me. Yeah. So, crew for Boondock Saints. Crew! The crew! <laughs> Director and writer. Yes. Troy Duffy. Yes. Uh, notable works include this movie and the second one. Yes. Yes. Pretty much. Yeah. Just about. Uh, producers, um, Ellie Samhau, Samaha, Samaha. Yeah. Samaha. And Lloyd's. <laughs> See? <laughs> Lloyd. This is Lloyd, but I'm still going to say it. Anytime I hear or, or see the word Lloyd, I have to say Lloyd. Lloyd. Uh, okay, there's more producers. Robert N. Fried and Chris Brinker. Yes. Uh, cinematography is Adam Kane. Notable works include Hail Caesar, The Man, and Skinwalkers, which I haven't seen any of those movies. No. Music by Jeff Donna. I did not look up notable works for that. I got that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Bella's excited too about you having it. That was perfect timing right there. Uh, Resident Evil Apocalypse, hmm. Silent Hill, uh, The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. I never know how to pronounce it. Yeah, I know, uh, yeah, I know. The Heath Ledger's movie before mm-hmm. he died. Uh, Boondock Saints 2, The Good Dinosaur, hmm. and Onward. Mm, that movie messes me up. Definitely lots. He's all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> Which is nice to see. Mm-hmm. I will say that. Uh, release date, um... Well, original release date from Denmark was November 19th. Your birthday! 1999. And it was released um, in the U.S. January 21st of 2000, which only released in five theaters. Yes. Five theaters. Well, and also because that was around the time of Columbine. Mm-hmm. And because, uh, you know, white men in black trench coats have to just ruin everything. Except for The Undertaker. True. Good point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because of Columbine, they only could release it in select theaters for a very short amount of time. So it didn't make a lot of money in the box office. However, because it gained such a huge cult following, it's made so much money out of it, however many yeah. years. Like Dread. Yes! That's a movie we should do. That is a good, ooh, that's that's a good idea. such a good movie. It is a good movie. People sleep on that movie so much. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of movies that people sleep on. Yeah. All right. Um, 
budget of six million dollars, uh -huh. but it only made in box office what thirty thousand four hundred seventy one dollars. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yes, that's all I have. Oh, okay. Um. Oh, also, it had grossed about fifty million dollars in domestic video sales. You know, back when. At least when I was a child, mm. after I was done a movie, I would rewind the VHS tape. Yep. And be, watch it all over again. Be rewind. Yes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um. I miss Blockbuster. Oh, same. Oh, I, I would love to open up a video store. Right? People would go. I, I agree, because retro is the new thing now, where mm -hmm. it's just like, oh my god, these things are coming back. Uh, Alright, and we have cast... The extremely talented Willem Dafoe as yes. Paul Smecker. Schmaker. Sean Patrick Flannery, Connor McManus. Mm-hmm. Norman Reedus, Murphy McManus. These men. <laughs> oh, my God. The things. The things. I still remember when I saw on The Walking Dead that Norman Reedus was going to be in. I'd be like, oh, my God, it's McManus, brother. from mm -hmm. <laughs> I love you. Um, anyway. <laughs> David Della Rocco played Rocco. Mm -hmm. Which this character was written with him in mind because they wanted him to play the part. <laughs> which, love it. Yeah. Um, Billy Connolly as... Il Duce. Il Duce. Thank you. I was just like, I don't know how to pronounce this because part of me wants to say deuce. Like, second deuce. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not right Il at Duce. all. But I love him, but every time I see him, I immediately think of Series of Unfortunate Events. Oh, yeah. Because he played the uncle that mm -hmm. they just absolutely loved. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because he's like, you just want to pinch his cheeks. But I love him. Uh, David Ferry as Detective Dolly, Brian McMoney as Detective Duffy, and then Bob Marley as Detective Greenlee. No relation to Bob Marley. The singer. Yes. Yeah, no. <laughs> as far as I know. Uh, and then the plot summary. <clears throat> Two Irish brothers accidentally kill mafia thugs. They turn themselves in and are released as heroes. Da, da, da. They then see it as a calling by God. Oh, and start knocking off mafia gang members one by one. Willem Dafoe plays the detective trying to figure out the killings, but the closer he comes to catching the Irish brothers, the more he thinks they're doing the right thing. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. And the ratings, because I'm going to remember it this time. Yes. IMDb, 7.7 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, 28%. <laughs> and Metacritic rating, 44%. Damn it, I should have done audience reviews of... Rotten Tomatoes, because I, I feel like I'm fun. Right, look it up, look it up, look it up! I'm looking it up! I'm doing it! 91. Yeah, I believe that. 91% mm -hmm. on audience score of Rotten Tomatoes. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm going to give a warning now, especially mom and dad, if you, for some reason, listen to this episode, I'm sorry. Oh, it's going to get graphic. It's going to get graphic, and there's going to be some bad words. And, um, some things that my husband might not be too thrilled about me saying, but you know <laughs> what? It's fine. It's not like I'm going to meet these men in real life. Let's be realistic here. Cut to three years down the line. You actually <laughs> meet them. 
oh my god, I wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> Danny, I would not know what to do. I'd be like sitting there like, I don't know. Let's do a podcast. I'd be like, fuck. Kill me now. Oh, I'm going to send it to Norman Reedus on Twitter. Oh my god. Listen to our podcast. And then I'll just be me making all of these comments about these two sexy, sexy men. And I'll be like, I want to die now. I need a gun. Or some, just something. Just kill me now. Ooh, train! <laughs> Wait, I'm pretty sure Norman Reedus is on Cameo. Probably. I'm gonna look it up while oh we're doing God. this. Uh, but, it, but yes, again, apologize to anybody who doesn't like cursing, because there's gonna be a lot of it. And we literally just decided this exact second. Like, literally, like, five seconds before pressing the start button exactly that uh we're gonna change to just sticking with our episodes with just picking out scenes instead of going by like play by play of the whole movie because i feel like our episodes are a little bit more shorter yeah more short they're shorter they done be the little persons i swear (laughs) i was in like ap english (laughs) i'm so aware uh, anyway, but, uh, but yes, so... I has to take a retake ninth grade English. <laughs> okay, so that wasn't my fault. What happened was I went on vacation legit, like, what was it? A, a month into, or a month before the school year ended, my ninth grade year. Mm-hmm. And they never had me make up the credit until my senior year. Oh, of course. Yeah. Because naturally, why not? Mm-hmm. Ugh. But, oh, God. And really, if you think about it, this movie, definitely not Oscar-worthy. No. At all in the slightest. It's no Citizen Kane type. No. But it's just... It's a fun movie. It's a fun movie that I can just watch every year, and I watch it every St. Patrick's Day, because I have to. It's like those, like, it's like those, like, feel-good movies, like Die Hard. Exactly. And also, before anybody says anything, yes, I know that the actors are not, they have Irish blood in them, because I looked it up right before starting this episode, if they're actually, like, Irish at Mm -hmm. all. And yes, they both have Irish heritage in there, Irish descent. But I know that they don't actually, their accents are fake. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, because Norman Reedus' accent kind of comes through every once in a while. I've noticed that for, like, years. But, hey, I am Irish. And I'm Scottish. So, you know what? I can watch this movie every St. Patrick's Day. I'm brown. (laughs) (laughs) I like the way that you did the stance. (laughs) The the, the leg thing, the plow. Lift the leg up and your hand on your knee going, I'm brown. (laughs) Uh, but yes, I watch this every St. Patrick's Day. I Irish dance for 12 years. Leave me alone. <laughs> I do what I want. Anyway, sorry. Um, I swear I'm sober. Anyway. <laughs> we were not supposed to be sober. I know. We're bad. I know. We forgot. We we messed up. We, we done fucked up. Anyway. <laughs> I will say from the beginning, though, the church scene mm-hmm. where, like, the priest is talking about the one. What was her name? Kitty? Yeah. Yeah, being attacked and stabbed in, like, broad daylight. That went dark really quick. Right? I literally wrote that down. I also wrote that, thank you, Jesus! <laughs> yes! And, like, the fact that the two brothers, like, started standing up and to go up, and the one priest that came up from across town, he was just, like, about to get up to stop them, and the mm-hmm. one priest is just like, no, 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 no. Yeah. It's 
sit down. This is what they do. We're used to it. And the priest is just continuing to talk about Kitty being stabbed a bunch of times. And the brothers just go and kiss Jesus on the feet. Yes. Am I the one that always gets like a cult vibe when it comes to like religious imagery? No. Just any religious imagery? No. No, you're not. You are not the only one. Okay. Because that's pretty much what it is if you really think about it. Drink the Kool-Aid! Yeah. Everybody. Also excited for that movie. Anyway. I forget. Who's playing them? Uh, jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Right. Yes. Ooh. I want to see this really bad. Um, also, that church is actually a Lutheran church. Because mm. no Catholic church was okay with it. this movie being filmed in their church because of how, like, horribly violent it is. And the whole, like, nature of the movie. And yeah. I'm just like, alright, whatever. That's fine. Um. I do have some facts about the movie. Um, so back in 1996, director and screenwriter Troy Duffy was actually a degenerate and a bartender. Mm-hmm. Uh, living in the slums of, uh, South Boston until he sold the screenplay for Boondock Saints for nearly a million dollars. Yes. Yes. And he got his inspiration from what he saw as a bartender. Mm-hmm. Um... So, Duffy quickly became one of the hottest names in Hollywood, even though he had no prior film credits to his name. Mm-hmm. Um, even so, he was still offered uh, $450,000 by Miramax and Harvey Weinstein to direct uh, Boondock Saints. Mm-hmm. He was also a douchebag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you read the Ewan McGregor one? Yes, I don't remember what it said though. Uh, where did I put it down? Oh, Ewan McGregor was almost cast in the movie. Troy Duffy even went as far as to fly him to New York City for a meeting. They got drunk and got into a heated argument about death penalty. Oh yes, yes, yes. Causing McGregor to just leave. Like, even just back to that church scene at the very beginning of the movie where he's talking about, like, yes, we should fear, like, evil men in this world. Mm -hmm. But what we should fear most is the indifference of good men. Yes. The ones who actually won't stand up and do something about it. Not saying that people should go as far as the boondock saints and just start becoming judge, jury, executioner. Yeah. But it's the same concept of, oh, you see a fight and you record it instead of help. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh no. So, see, still in the beginning, um, where they're at their job at the meatpacking plant. Yeah. And you know, um, Sean Patrick Flannery's character goes out, Connor. Mm-hmm. He goes out and he smokes a cigarette and he comes back in and you can see, like, Murphy, Norma Reedus' character, like, off on the side, like, shh, and everyone's just yeah. watching. And then so Connor comes in and he's like, what? Because everyone's staring at him and then uh, Murphy just hits him in the face yeah. with the meat. I was literally, I wrote it down. I was just like, Norma Reedus can hit me in the face with this meat any day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. If he ever listens to this episode, <laughs> I'm going to die. I'm just going to be like... Goodbye. I'm going to put... I'm, this is going to be the first clip I do for the TikTok. I'm just going to put this as a snippet, and I'm just going to send it to him. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but that 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 was pretty funny. <laughs> and then directly after that, he starts beating him with a fucking beef tongue. Yes. <laughs> oh, you gotta love it. She's gotta love it. And also the one woman that started working there, and then she starts going off about the rule of thumb, mm-hmm. where like in the early 1900s, it was legal to, for men to beat their wives as long as it was a stick that was no bigger than their thumb. Yes. Which I'm like, okay, everybody's built differently. Mm-hmm. So is it comparable to their own thumb? Or the husband's thumb. Well, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, I would assume the husband's thumb. But, yeah. I'm like, everybody varies in different size. Like, I know thumbs are not usually that big, but still, just that can't... I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I've seen some big-ass thumbs before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like... you seen Steve's hands? Yes, I have seen Steve's hands. He's a big dude. <laughs> but also, the, the bar scene when they're first in the bar for St. Patty's Day. Mm-hmm. And you meet the bartender. Yeah. And, like, his, like, different... What are they called? Um, Tourette's. No, 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 just not Tourette's. The, the the thing where like, if you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen. Oh, the limericks. Limericks, yes. I just, yeah, I, I love it, and I love how um Norman Reedus's character Murphy points out. He's just my favorite one is, and don't cross the road if you can't get out of the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm using that. I don't know how I've gone all these years with seeing this movie and not using that. If, but you, if you can't stand the heat, cross the road with a chicken. Yes. Why don't you make like a tree and get the fuck out of here? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's just so good. Also, I for some reason, I really like the layout of their room. Of their room? Yeah. Oh no, it's pretty cool. It's simple. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's dirt cheap. Yeah. But it's it's still it's still nice. I will say that. Like, I I want that space, but I, I renovated it a little bit. I still yep. keep some of the brick walls because I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice. At least make it look a little nicer. Yeah. Not yes. as crunchy. But also, like, that whole scene where you actually see them, like, fighting the Russians. Mm-hmm. And, um, that, like, you know, there's the one scene where Norman Reedus' American accent comes out. It was just a fucking bar fight. You're all just a bunch of fucking pussies. And I'm like... Mm-hmm. That's not Irish, but okay. But uh, the one scene where Connor is pulling the toilet off of, like, out from the ground. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know, his brother's being taken away. is going to be murdered. So he's just like, get the fuck away from my brother. And I was just standing there. I'm like, that is myself and Danny with our brothers. Yeah. Because 100% you and I would both do that mm-hmm. to protect our brothers. Because we love them that much. I ain't jumping off a building, though. I'm telling you that much. I'll jump off a building. I'll be fine. It's fine. I'm chunkier. You skydove. If that makes sense. <laughs> if that's proper wording. Skydove or skydive? Skydiving. We went skydiving. <laughs> yes. Still, that I didn't know about it until we got there. <laughs> until we're pulling in the parking lot. What is this? No, I had Happy my... Happy birthday. I had, yeah, I had my suspicions... As soon as I saw one sign that said airfield, when I was nodding it between sleep, like, airfield, huh. What? (laughs) Wait a minute. Pause. What are we doing? It was fun, though. Yeah, I want to go again. Yes. I want to go bungee jumping. And swimming with the sharks. I want to swim with the sharks. If I knew how to swim properly, I would do that. (laughs) Doggy paddle. (laughs) 
Give me some some floaties. I'll be fine. It's See, all good. What had happened was that you know, growing up in the projects, we didn't really have no pools. What we had was a trash can that filled with water. You can't really tread on that. Fair enough. Uh, but yes, once we have the cops taking a look at the crime scene of all of the dead Russians, mm-hmm. you know, and you can see some of them breathing. Yeah. Still. <laughs> and also, all the Willem Dafoe scenes when he's like doing his um, investigating. Yes. So good. He's doing his own Batman. Yes. Oh, he's just so good. I just love the one cop, uh, Greenlee, when he's talking about what he thinks happened. He's like, where are you going? Nowhere. I quote that all the time. <laughs> all the time. And also, um, the scene where they show the brothers at the hospital, mm-hmm. like, after everything happened, and they're they're talking to a little kid who is very clearly sick and probably has cancer. Mm-hmm. I, again, I wrote it down, and I'm just like, the brothers with the kid is making my ovaries explode. They're, playing, they're, they're just, playing slapsies. Yeah, and it's just so cute. Oh, you couldn't even feel me move, could ya? I'm like, oh, they're just so cute. I can't. Oh, also, I forgot to mention this fact. Uh, Norma Reedus mm-hmm. was in an episode of Charmed. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. See, I told you it was going to happen. What's our next episode? Are we doing 13 Ghosts? Was it 13 Ghosts or was it a Leprechaun? Oh, I never talked to you about it. <laughs> Brian wants our episode to be a 13 Ghosts for his birthday. Okay. Even though his birthday's this week, mm. he'll just get a late episode because his favorite is 13 Ghosts. Yeah, I'm done with that. Yeah, okay. I love that movie. Yes. Anyway, um, so yeah, now you have to find someone that's attached to Charm from 13 Ghosts. I can probably figure it out. I will figure it out some way or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, um, also, I just like when they're, um, in the police precinct because you know they're all talking about like what these situations are and you know, like. This is a fight of passion. However, like, they're very dangerous. Like, they're most likely not armed. And be like, they're angels after talking mm-hmm. to all the neighbors. Which I'm just like, but angel. I told you during the movie, angels don't kill people. And I'm like, I mean, they are warriors of God. <laughs> and if you've seen most things like Supernatural and Lucifer, mm-hmm. the angels are kind of douchebags. Yeah. <laughs> Except also, Castiel. I love that man. Also, I, I want... A movie to actually do biblically accurate angels. Like how they look like disgusting and monstrous? Yeah. Yeah. No, I 100%. There we go. There's an original movie, people. Yeah. See, there you go. We thought of it eventually. Yes. (laughs) It took you a while to get there, but it's fine. But no, I would like that very much so because that's kind of how they were supposed to be. Mm. I remember having this conversation with mom like a million times. Oh my God. But, uh. I also wrote down when, uh, after they talked to, um, Smecker about everything that happened and, you know, the paparazzi's outside and the one cop's just like, the press is here. Like, what do we want to do? Be like, oh, we, is it cool if we stay here? Cause we don't want to talk to the press at all. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh yeah, we got a bunker here. We can have you. Can, can they stay? <laughs> well, we'll have to talk to your mother, but it's all right with me if your friends sleep over. <laughs> like, it is a little sassy tone on it, too. <laughs> it's so great. He does it so well. Oh, the one scene where Rocco is with the one mob boss, which whose name I forget, and he's telling that one joke. Oh, yeah. With, like, the three people and the genie. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was funny, though, because I noticed that he was, when he, because he was talking about, in the joke, Hispanics, African-Americans, and a white man. And he said the S word when he's talking to Hispanics, no problems whatsoever. Yeah. But it's the N word that he keeps being like, yeah, the blacks, no, it's this. And he's just like, yeah, yeah, that's what I said. I just, I don't know if I, I don't know if you picked up on that, but no, I was no, like, I you, oh, okay, so we see who you have a problem with. All right, cool. So initially the joke is you got three guys, they, they run into a genie, you got a black guy, you got a Spanish guy, and then you got a white guy. Um, the Spanish guy goes up to the genie and says, uh, I want all of my, my brown brothers to go, go back to their country and be happy. So the genie does that. Then you got the black dude that's like, all right, I want all my my, my my black brothers to go back to Africa and be happy. All right, that happens. Um, Genie finally goes up to the white man and says, okay, what do you want? He says, oh, so you're telling me all the blacks and Hispanics are out of the country? He's like, yeah, I'll take a Coke. <laughs> I'll have a Coke then. And then the mob boss just stares for like three seconds. And then he just starts laughing out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, my God. Also, the one dude uh, I did write down, Lapazzi, mm-hmm. the the fat dude, he's really creepy looking. He looks like Ron Jeremy. He does, and it's just creepy as fuck. Because mm-hmm. I'm just like, no, don't touch me. He's one of those people where I'd be like, don't even look at me, don't touch me. No, he, he looked like a pedophile. He did, and they mm-hmm. they definitely did that very well mm-hmm. with his um, very uh John Wayne Gacy esque. Yes, I can definitely see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did very well with that because I was definitely creeped out. That's like this one dude on TikTok I remember seeing. And I'm looking at him like, why is that John Wayne Gacy? And then he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, dude, John Wayne Gacy. This dude looks like John Wayne Gacy. How like, is he alive? Guy's like, who the fuck is John Wayne Gacy? I finally poked a picture and told him the whole, you know, everything about Pogo the Clown. He's like, oh shit, it really does look like him. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> but also, like, I love when the brothers go to the, like, weapons dealer Literally one of my top five favorite ammunition rooms in film. Uh-huh. It was really... And I like the music that was playing, where it was basically like, holy, holy, holy mm-hmm. music. And I'm just like, that's accurate representation of those kind of people going into that kind of situation. Symbology. The symbolism. Wait, real quick. Again, another thing I wrote down. Because their whole conversation about the rope... Where, it's just mm-hmm. where um, Connor is just obsessed, where he's like, we need to get rope, we need rope. And Murphy's just like, what do you need rope for? Like, why you... Okay, fine, get your stupid rope. And I'm just sitting there, I'm just like, I can think of many ways that we could use that rope for. Yeah, same. <laughs> I'm just like, ooh. Over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, over here. <laughs> oh, my God. But, but, yes, once the cops all go to the scene of them... Mm-hmm. literally TV style murdering all these people because they're going like I, I'm just like how are they able to fit in those vents yeah what kind of vents are these uh, also their fight in that vent is the most brother shit I've ever seen that's what I thought too I was just like yeah that sounds about <laughs> right even me and my brother because you know mm-hmm. that's just how we work it's like we're just gonna randomly fist fight over who owns this Aladdin VHS tape um yeah, 100%. And they just fall through and they're like stuck on the rope. And they're just going in a circle and just shooting everybody. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, that works. Also, I wrote down that the uh, the main boss in that room. Creepy uh, as fuck also. Yuri. I said he looks like a whole ass Captain Planet villain. <gasps> he does. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're right. 100%. Yes. Oh, my. 
but it, even when all the cops were like standing around and uh, what was it again that the one detective said? Symbology. Symbology. I'll say that just just to fuck around because I know it's symbolism, but like because of this movie, I like it. This symbology of it. I believe the word you're looking for is symbolism. symbolism. What is the symbolism? <laughs> <laughs> I swear, every like scene that Willem Dafoe is in in this movie is like mesmerizing. Oh, absolutely! He just does it so well, and the entire time where he's like he has he's wearing the gloves, but he has blood all over his gloves. Um, mm-hmm. when he has the mob boss, like, right in the center, because he's picking up his head, like, showing them, like, okay, yeah. there are the gunshots on both sides. And he's, like, touching his head. And he literally is, like, touching his head. At one point, he puts both his hands on his head like these fucking idiots. The funny thing is, at that part, when you see him, like, put his hands off, you hear the... Yeah, yeah, I noticed that, too. And all the other detectives are looking like... Uh, the first time he went to put his hands on his head, one of the detectives kind of gave, like, a... Uh, lifted a hand and he's like uh, <laughs> never mind <laughs> just gonna move on I just it's so good I did not appreciate however when I forget exactly what one detective said where basically it's just like oh there you go we find the guy's smart dying room and then um Specker is just like makes me feel like river dancing and mm-hmm. then they starts dancing I'm like it's Irish dancing river dance is a show Every time people call it river dancing, I get so mad. Because I'm just like, river dance is a show. The dance is called Irish dancing. I did 12 years of it in Azkaban. <laughs> Sorry, I had to <coughs> throw that in there. Uh, that's going to be me when I actually get into a relationship. It's been 12 years <laughs> in Azkaban. Oh, my God. I- I'm trying to find the specific clip oh here it is i found it my my favorite <laughs> fucking what the fucking fuck who the fuck fuck this fucking how did you do fucking fucks fuck <laughs> that's me at work that's me at work. I feel that on so many levels. <laughs> and I'm like, and I love uh, uh, Connor where he's just like, certainly illustrates the diversity of the word. <laughs> also, hold on. I wrote down how many times the word fuck is used in this movie. Uh, and its derivatives are used a total of 246 times. Huh. Which I can believe. And everybody always talks about like um, the game where you take a shot every time someone says fuck. And that one scene alone, <laughs> alcohol poisoning, through the roof, 100%. I want to do it. Oh, God. I want to do it on a date. I'm very sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's depressing, but okay. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> kind of like how I was watching Dope Sick when I just had a week of, like, I really want a good cry. Mm-hmm. You know, Dope Sick all about, you know, addiction mm-hmm. and shit. Yeah, that was a smart move, too. It's fine. My shoes don't have shoelaces anyway. (laughs) I have grippy socks. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) And don't forget your therapy blanket. Yes. Yes. But you know, like, the fact that Rocco comes to this whole meeting shebang, Mm -hmm. and, like, there's nine people in that room. He has a six-shooter. And he has a (laughs) six-shooter. 
Like, because, of course, the brothers figured that out. But I still just love when, um, because they go, they hear the knocking and they go to the door and they can see Rocco through the peephole. And they're just like, oh, my God, it's Rocco. And then I love when, uh, uh, Connor's just like, we gotta fuck with him. And Murphy's just like, okay. (laughs) Just like, okay, like, all very excited. That part was oh, just... Come on, we would all do the same thing. It, absolutely. To any one of our friends. <laughs> it was just so funny. There's nine bodies, you idiot. What were you going to do? Laugh the man to death? <laughs> uh, and then they pull up the ski mask and he's just like, Oh, holy shit, it's you guys. It's my friends. And then friends. goes into the fuck monologue. Fuck, what the fucking... Fuck, fuck. <laughs> that scene, every time, it's just brilliant. One of my top favorite fuck scenes. Uh-huh. I think behind, um, what does that have to be? I just had it. Was it a Sam Jackson movie? Probably. Probably. Would not be surprised. It's Samuel motherfucking Jackson. Mm-hmm. It just escaped me. But I will remember it. You will figure it out eventually. Oh my god, but I love when they're back. I just remembered. Oh, yes. Um, Half-Baked. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool, (laughs) and fuck you, I'm out. Yep. Still one of the ways I want to go out, like, quit a job. That's basically what I did when I quit my one job, like, years ago. (laughs) Pretty much. I mean, but also, like, for me at least, what can I do to top the, um... The scroll. Oh, yeah. So, the last time I quit from my current job, uh, my letter of resignation, I wrote in old English on a piece of parchment, folded this bitch up, and wax stamped it, and dropped it off in my manager's (laughs) office. I mean, that's one way to do it. I legit wrote down all of my grievances with everything that was going down. In old English. And they probably had to look it all up. Mm. Be like, what does this word mean? I don't know. Oh, that was a that was a good one. I appreciate that so much. <sighs> oh my god, but when they're back at the apartment mm-hmm. and they're like talking to Rocco about how like, you know, you see all this shit happen all the time, like, you know, rapists, murderers, and then they just they go to court, but then they're back on the street. Like they'll go to jail for maybe like five minutes and then they're back on the street. Yeah, uh, like the uh the Recently, the UFC fighter that went to jail for um, attempted homicide of the guy that he found out was um, molesting his daughter over a hundred times. Uh, sure. Yeah. As you can tell the look on my face, I have not heard about this. Granted, I'm also completely out of the loop when it comes to, like, regular news news. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that that's a thing. Lovely. All right. Cool. Yeah, the, the dude got out on parole, so he was like, nope, mm-mm. I'm putting it in my hands. <laughs> it's like, all right, fine. If you're not going to take care of it, then I will. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Bravo. Yes. Yes. Because but... gross. Mm-hmm. Because gross. But also the line, one of my favorites, we're sort of like 7-Eleven. We may not always be in business, but we're always open. And then the entire, like, after that, they're just getting, like, drunk and... Eating pizza and, you know, like, talking about bullshit and, you know, they go into the conversation of just like, oh, like, fuck these guys. Fuck it all. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna fucking kill him. And then the cat. And then the cat just slams down his fist and the gun's just right there. And then all you hear is, Meh! 
and then splatter. <laughs> I hate that. It's so funny though. I look away every single time. And then Murphy is just like, I can't believe that just fucking happened. Is it dead? Is it dead? <laughs> and then later you can see the like piece of a magazine. Yeah. Just covering cover the hole. Oh my god, I'm just like, oh, the poor kitty. And then of course the two girls come in the next morning. And, like, when Rocco comes swarming in because, you know, he just shot up mm. people at a coffee shop. I can't even go down to get a fucking cigarette without running into nine people you fucked. <laughs> the other day at work, I was telling Carson about how we were doing this episode. And him and I just went into a tangent of quoting that movie. And I don't know what doctor was in the room, but we didn't even care. We were just ignoring them because we're just going back and forth with this. Be like, I killed your cat. What? I, I thought it would bring closure to our relationship. <laughs> it's like you killed Shut my your fat ass. <laughs> you killed my my. You what? You what? I will shoot myself right fucking now if you could tell me what that goddamn cat's name is. Skippy, Skippy, Skippy. Oh, what color was it, bitch? It's just. Hey, don't talk to him that way. You shut your fat ass up. I forget what the name Ravy or something? Ravy? Something like that. Rabies. Rabies. <laughs> I can't buy a pack of smokes without running into nine guys you fucked. <laughs> and I love how even before all that, like, he goes outside for a cigarette and he's just like... Talking about the cat. He's like, I do kind of feel like an asshole, though. And I'm mm. just like, you should. Because if I was in that room, I would have punched you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because that's just, you know, leave the animals alone. Yeah. Uh, the lines in this movie, though, there are so many just beautifully quotable lines. Yeah. In this movie. And there was a firefight! It's just, the writing, in my opinion, is just so good. I haven't heard anything if they ad-libbed a lot of it. I don't know, actually. I don't remember if I ever looked that up or not. But we'll have to figure that out. Hmm. Oh, I also love when they're at the sin bin. Mm-hmm. And, you know, however that pornography situation works. I always got very confused on that. I was just like, wait, so how does it work? So, chick stands in the middle. Mm-hmm. She's dancing around, either completely naked or just bottoms whatever and then the guys in the booth they have a one-way mirror so they can see her but she can't see them Mm -hmm. until that um the slide goes up and it's like she pushes the button right yeah okay so i think how it works is like she'll do that to first get the money Mm -hmm. and then that's when the dance starts gotcha 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 I've never been in those type of situations. Uh, yeah, neither have I. <laughs> I've been to strip clubs. I ain't never been... I'm not going to no fucking public place to fucking beat my meat to some fucking random chick that's standing in the middle of a fucking booth. No, I'm I'm good. And again, that one guy is there and he's just like creepy as fuck. Like that whole scene that you see him in, I'm just like, that's so gross. Just No. But it's okay because the saints come in with Rocco and his very nice mask that just he took like a so janky he took a beanie basically and just clipped some like uneven holes just jacked it all up much larger than the other exactly the nose hole 
It's just, and they're just making fun of him, and he's like, put, put it back on, pick it up, you're fucking scary! <laughs> it's so good. But then, of course, because, you know, when they're going back, because, you know, they're going back and forth between the detectives looking at the crime scene and then mm-hmm. what actually happened, and the the poor stripper just passes out be- yeah. out of complete fear. And her... Rocco. <laughs> just nonchalantly starts seeing in the corner of his eye, in his peripheries, as I like to say, just straight up titty. Yep. And the titty is framed in the scene. Just about half of the screen is just a tit. Yep. And you see Rocco's face. He's like, <laughs> I think I want to touch this titty. <laughs> I'm going to touch this titty. So he starts touching the titty. Oh. <laughs> they scared the shit out of him. I just love how the brother's like, what do you think you're doing? I'll tip her. Because I'm like, at the end of the day, Rocco, that is sexual assault. You don't do that. Yes. Leave the girl alone. Oh, and then, of course, later, he's just like, come on, guys, let me do this. I gotta make up for that whole tit thing. And then he's legit all like a sad puppy. He's like, come on. It's like, all right, let's let's give him a shot. Let's just let him go. Oh, my God. <laughs> Rocco is a problem. Yeah. At the end of the day... You love the bastard, but at the same time, I just want to punch him in the face. Because <laughs> I'm just like, dude, no, we don't do that. Take a rolled up newspaper and just smack him. Be like, nope, don't do that. Bad Rocco. That's a... <laughs> I just can't. I fucking can't. Hit with the titty, I can't. I know, that whole scene is just like, oh my god, Rocco. Oh, he's special. But I just love it. Like, or was it this? No, that was later. Well, because I was saying when he uh, is in the confessional, that's another thing about Rocco when the uh, smacker, he goes into, he basically passes out in the confessional and Mm. like, um, Priest goes, or is shoved in by Rocco into it. And then he's like holding him at gunpoint. And then later Connor goes into the other one and just yanks Rocco back. Like, we don't threaten priests here. No, he's a man of God. We don't do that. <laughs> I was like, oh, Rocco. What? He's a special one. He is a special one. And even, like, the priest had asked Smecker, like, will these people, like, harm innocent people? Mm-hmm. And Smecker's just like, no, 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 not at all. And he's like, well, The Italian? Yeah, it's like, the two Irishmen won't. But the Italian, he might. He's kind of a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, like, the priest is being held by the Italian, and he... Puts those pieces together and he's like, oh, god damn it. <laughs> oh. Pun intended. Pun intended. Oh, my god. But even before that, like, the whole scene of the firefight. Because, mm-hmm. like, they're all... They go into the story about how, like, the three of them go and shoot up the one, like, I guess, hitman. Yeah. I guess he is, yeah. And, like, and his crew. I just love how the fact we see the hitman on the toilet. And yeah. then everything's being shot up, and he just calmly gets up and dries off his hands. Uh, that's the best way of doing it, though. Yeah. He's just like, all right, another day at work, I guess. And then he gets beaten by a... Uh, Cubo. Yes, thank you. I was like, it's used in Billy pool that I suck at. Pool ball. Pool ball, yeah, the, that that's balls, situation. Balls. Harry balls. <laughs> Harry balls. 
Uh, and then, you know, we have... Because I also like the scene um, when uh, Smecker is going over everything that happened and they go outside and they're like, they're created by six men with guns. And you can see behind him there are like six men yeah. lined up, like all blurred out. And then it goes back to the brother. But then you actually see, no, it's not six men. It's one man with six guns. Il Duce. Il Duce. Which um, he wanted to play this role so much. And he was so excited that they literally had to use a cigar in his mouth because he wouldn't stop smiling. Mm-hmm. Because he was so excited for this role. I'm like, that's adorable. Uh, yeah. That's adorable. And then he goes, there was, there was a firefight! Firefight! Everything just gets shot up and Rocco loses a finger. Murphy gets shot in the arm. Connor gets shot in the leg. Mm-hmm. Then they go back home to treat their wounds. With, uh, uh da, 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 iron. Iron, yes, thank you. I'm like, words are non-existent in my brain right now, apparently. Which, hey, you gotta cauterize their wounds somehow, which looks painful as fuck. I haven't done it to that extent, but I have done it. It fucking sucks. Yeah, I can imagine. Like, ow. Also, uh, El Duce was originally going to be called, uh, named the Dark Man. Hmm. But they didn't because of the movie Dark Man. Mm-hmm. Which, good movie as well. We've mentioned that before. Yeah. Great movie. But, uh,. I also liked how the one cop, uh, Greenlee, was saying, like, what if it was one man and six guns? And then Smecker's just like, don't be a fucking idiot. And then he later finds out, like, are you mean to tell me that it was one man with six guns and he was a fucking senior citizen? Mm-hmm. It's like, yep, exactly. And little do they know yet that that is their daddy. It's their papa's. Daddy's home. The one thing that I, I have a problem with is when... Because, you know, after they heal their wounds and then they talk to the uh, smacker about mm-hmm. the whole situation, they immediately go to the uh, Italians, the mm-hmm. mob Italians, and uh, the brothers and Rocco were in the basement because they tried to, like, sneak in. Yeah, they got captured. Yeah, that scene always... Get, like, I feel like that there's a scene missing. Yeah. Because it just cuts to there and they're talking about Duce and... They're like, oh, like they were sneaking in the basement, so we got them. I just feel like that there is a scene missing there, which is probably deleted. And that part was like, that's what gets me with the editing process. Because mm-hmm. I'm just like, we're kind of just jumping here. Like, I feel like that this could have flowed a lot better. Yeah. But still, even the, oh my god, the scene with Rocco. I know. Where he they, gets they, shot. They, yeah, they kill my man's Rocco. Oh god, that was so sad, because they're both just like, they lost, they're, they might not have been related to Rocco. But that was still their brother. That was still their brother. But I will say, um, I had some ideas of them being handcuffed to the chair. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a very sentimental and sad moment, but I still was just like, mm. you know, we all grieve in different ways. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I hate myself. <laughs> anyway. Also, even the fact that they literally, like, shot um, another one of Rocco's fingers. Yeah. Because he lost a finger at the crime scene, and that's how Smecker was able to fight, figure out that it was the brothers, because they he saw Rocco with them before. Yeah. Which I'm like, guys, you should have gone after the thumb. You took the time to spray ammonia onto your blood on the walls so they can't detect it. And the blood is useless for courts. Mm-hmm. However, you left his thumb. Or finger. Whatever finger it was. 
Which, oh, we forgot to mention, Danny, when they're talking on the phone with Smecker. And, like, uh, Murphy and Rocco are going back and forth with his hand. Yeah. And Murphy just hits him in the hand where he got his finger oh, shot up. Lighter. With the lighter. And then he's just like, it feels like it's still there. Okay, Brian. <laughs> Oh, we love you, Brian. We love you, Brian, and your little nub. Yep, nubs. <laughs> He's a Rocco. <laughs> how adorable. But also, I just love how uh, Murphy, like, after he says, like, it feels like it's still there. And he's like, well, yeah, but it's not. <laughs> just plain and simple. It's not. Get over it. Uh, also, Willem Dafoe. Oh, in drag? In drag. Yes. Beautiful. Like, what a pretty lady. If, I don't know, if it was anyone else, I wouldn't be, like, schemed out by the idea, but it's Willem Dafoe. Mm Mm-hmm. Although I will say, how did this guy not realize that that was a man? Yeah. Like, Willem Dafoe has very prominent features. But I guess when you're, you haven't gotten laid in, like, a week or weeks or whatever that guy said... He's like, oh, I gotta get busy. You know, all this shit is happening, and you know, bad news bears, but gotta get it on, I guess, with this random woman that showed up. (laughs) I can't, no. I, no. Just no. No. It's been a, it's been a while for me. Oh, God. But, I wouldn't stoop that low. (laughs) <laughs> I believe you. You, you. Yeah, you don't have to explain yourself. I believe you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but also, because another thing that got me was that, you know, because it was very clear that they were talking about El Duce in before that you get to the brothers in the basement. Yeah. And, you know, after uh, Smacker kills the one guy he's about to get it on with in the bathroom, he goes and he kills the other dude. And then he's going around with the gun, you know, the eerie music is playing, and then he's, you see one of the goons on the chair completely slit throat, mm-hmm. and El Duce comes up behind him thinking he's a woman because of the wig, and just knocks her out because that's his rule. Yes. No women, no children. <clears throat> he won't kill them. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, okay, I felt like it wasn't really explained much because you could tell at the beginning that they were terrified of him. He's like, oh, he's out there, he's coming for us, and I'm like... But you didn't really go into explaining why after he did what you wanted him to do, now he's coming after you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, obviously, these are the type of people he goes after, but there, I felt like that there wasn't really an explanation of why all of a sudden they were worried about him and their own lives. I feel like it's because they had the brothers and he was charged with killing the brothers. Mm-hmm. So he was going to go there anyway, and anyone that's in his way. True. I felt like it just could have been explained more. And maybe it was in a deleted scene. I have yet to see the deleted scenes, but Carson told me to watch them. So I will at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, you see the brothers putting the um, coins on Rocco's eyes. And saying the family prayer. And then daddy walks in. I'm ready to kill him. And then he realizes, oh shit, I know that prayer. Oh shit, it's my kids. Hey y'all, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm finally back from getting milk. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. And then you can just see, because they're, they're kneeling down, and he finishes the prayer for them, and he just rests his hands 
on their cheeks. Yeah. Like God. My children. My children. Yes. And then, of course, it just later cuts into the court scene, which, love that scene, because that monologue. Yes. It's so good. Basically, y'all, don't do bad things. Like, don't rape, don't kill, don't steal. Otherwise, we will come and find you, and we will kill you. Taken. Exactly. <laughs> and then the interviews at the end of the movie. I love that. Although, real quick, with the... I liked how also with the court scene, mm-hmm. um, the reporters before they popped in, before the brothers and the dad popped in, where the reporters on the side, it was basically like, this guy's going to walk. This mob boss is going to walk. Yeah. Like... He's we all, John Gotti. Exactly. Like, we all know this is going to happen. But nope, because the family comes running in and they're just like, we're not having this shit. And he's just like, oh my god, I just love that whole scene. Because they're saying flat out, like, hey, you now have us to worry about. You must, to you, we reveal our faces to the world. And then I just love, because they say the prayer. The two brothers are on the side and dad's right in the middle with the giant shotgun and you can hear the two guns with the silencers going off. And then that loud boom. Mm-hmm. And I just, I love that scene. And I could only imagine at that close of a range. With three guns. With three guns, especially that big shotgun that he had. Mm-hmm. There, there was probably the, no head. Or at least the top of his head is completely off. Right. It's like a hand gone. <laughs> I could only imagine that scene. Mm-hmm. But even like the whole way that the detectives flat out were helping them. Yeah. Go in. The um, fire extinguisher. Exactly. Just all of them were just like, all right, I guess we're all pitching in on this one. But yes, and then we have the reporter going around being like, I want everyone's opinion on the Saints. And you have people going like, no comment. No comment. No comment. It's usually the people that agree with it, but don't want to say that they agree with it. Right. Because it's like, well, I'm on TV. I can't say this out loud. And then you have the people who are just like, no, they're playing like judge and jury, like... They can't do this. Who do they think they are? They just want to be famous, that kind of stuff. And then you have the people be like, oh, yeah, no, man, sign me up. I'm yeah. not losing any sleep right now. Like, fuck those guys. Fuck them all. And then the one guy is like, they're right. They're right. They're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I just love it. Because, you know, there have to be. And I'm kind of on the fence because on one hand, I'm like, you can't just take the law into your own hands and just start killing people. Like, you're still still a serial killer. Yeah. But you can't... Because when... Where... Where is their line? Mm-hmm. Where does it end? Exactly. But then at the same time, I'm also like... There are people that... Deserve it? And our system is broken. Mm-hmm. So the people... As long as you have money and power, you'll yeah. go to jail for, like, five minutes. Like, I'm pretty sure there were been cases where, like... Someone high up in, like, the government, their kid is a fucking pedophile. So they fucking get all that shit expunged. Exactly. Exactly. So it's kind of just like, it's that, it's never just black and white. There's a gray area that's just like, I don't know. And tis a big ass gray area. Exactly. Yes. Gray <laughs> Gray <laughs> And some lash, lash. Lashed. That's a word. Last movie facts. Uh, it was shot in 32 days. Really? Yes, apparently so. Um, 
And to appear taller on screen, Willem Dafoe had worn platform shoes during filming. How tall is he? I don't know. Look it up. You have the phone out. Yes. <laughs> Look it up. Willem. It should be on IMDb. The full height. I have the app. I just don't. I'm already on Google. Five foot nine. So he's. What's the average height anymore with men? I don't even know anymore. No, I don't know. All I know is I'm short as shit. I I know that because I'm like five six, five seven, and apparently that's tall. Like a little bit. I'm like just over. Yeah. The average height. I don't know how it works anymore though. Nowadays, who really fucking cares? Um, also, the brother's mom was going to be in the script. Really? Or was actually, like, because Carson told me that there is a one scene in particular where, like, um, it's after they got into the fight and they're both, like, icing their, um, parts. Their wounds. Which, uh, I gotta watch this deleted scene because I completely forgot to do it. What Actually, after this episode, we're gonna watch that deleted scene. We'll find it. Um, where apparently, like, they're on the phone with mom and... They're asking, like, who is the oldest because they're twins. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, because she was, like, drunk and she didn't really give a shit. And she basically said, like, whoever has, the one who has the biggest dick. <laughs> and uh, they're, like, looking at each other. And the one uh, one of the brothers is just like, no, 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 that's not fair. I've been icing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, would need to, I need to find that scene because, yes, absolutely, that's hilarious. Um, Patrick Swayze, Robert De Niro, and... Uh, Sir Kenneth, how do you pronounce the last name? Brana. 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 Yes, and Kevin Spacey had all passed on the role of Paul Smacker. Hmm. But you know what? That's fine because Will yes. Dafoe did fantastic. Uh, also, other people that were attached to that included Mark Wahlberg and um, Jeff Goldblum. Yes, and also I saw I forget what exactly Troy Duffy said the director, but basically he was like fuck Keanu Reeves, fuck Brad Pitt, like he did not want them at mm. all. And he was kind of a douchebag about it. I forget what the exact words that he said, but I was just like, first of all, we do not speak of Keanu Reeves like that. Exactly. He is a treasure that must be protected at all costs because he is a beautiful soul. And I love him. Obviously. Obviously. And then also, last thing I have is that, uh, oh no, two more things. Uh, Troy Duffy would trick his actors into getting angry for a scene and he would call them names before shooting to attain the level of anger that he needed. And then the last one, there were several scenes, which I did not write down, that were shot in Toronto. Yes, I saw that. Yes. But, however, me being a huge Boston fan, because the city is absolutely stunning. And I still want to go. Yeah, It's so, oh, we need to make like a weekend, or not even a week. We just need to make a trip. Like maybe a long weekend. Because it's absolutely beautiful, and I love going to Boston so much. And I hate cities. So that says a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, to get the rights to the movie, Harvey Weinstein bought Troy Duffy the bar that he worked at. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yes. Um, yeah, he was promised at least $30,000 for the script. Uh, the it's right- 11-11, make a wish. I wish for a big booty hoe. How about that? <laughs> that works. Um, what was that? Oh, yeah, at least three, uh, $30,000, $300,000 for a script. Uh, Rights to direct the film and $15 million production budget. And also the bar. Yes. Yes. Damn. That, yeah, that was the last thing I heard. Oh, okay, else gotcha. We have said. 
Sounds good to me. Yes. So I guess we'll go into our ratings. Um, I shall give this movie four. Four? Yeah. I'll give it a uh, four exploding cats out of five. <laughs> it's like... It's just a fun movie. It is. Like, it's so quotable. And the scenes are memorable, too. Like I said, just any scene that Willem Dafoe is in is mesmerizing. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much all I gotta say about it. Yeah. I will give it, for myself, four... Four and a half sexy McManus brothers, shirtless, handcuffed to a chair with a rope, uh, <laughs> out of five. That's a lot of protection, both rope and handcuffs. It's for them. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean okay, got- no. no, 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 no. Connor will have the rope. Murphy will have the handcuffs. There we go. There we go. There we go. That's Mix it. Mix it up a bit. That, this is what we need the fucking rope for. <laughs> <laughs> I got the rope in the closet. <laughs> I have some in my book bag. <laughs> Mom uh, and Dad, I'm, please don't I'm listen to this. I'm staring at the freaking bull whip that I made out of rope. Hold on. I'm pretty sure I still have it in here. Mom and Dad, please don't listen to this episode. And I'm, <laughs> you, I'm sorry. <laughs> Can we actually hear the cracking noise? Hold on. Yep. Yep. Oh, my God. Anyway, um, yes, four and a half sexy men out of five. Um, Just, like you said, it's so quotable. Like, every single line, the writing style is fantastic. The scenery, like, of Boston, you know, I'm in love, mm-hmm. obviously. The acting is great. Um, There are a few moments, like I said earlier, where... The one scene specifically where it's at the end, it's kind of like, all right, here's where we're a little bit lost. Because I feel like with editing process, there were things, it just wasn't edited properly with deleted scenes, I'm assuming. Um, but it's it just, it, there's a reason why this is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's yeah. just beautifully done. And yeah, even though Norma Reedus and you're... American accent shining through occasionally where I'm just like, eh, 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 eh. but you know what? Whatever. I can forgive you. It's okay. I love this movie so much though. It's just so good. Yes. Yes. Okay. We haven't done Fifth Element yet. Or, no, we haven't. No, that was going to be your next birthday yes. one. I remember talking about that. Because now you got, got me thinking about my favorite movie. That's also something we should do. We haven't really talked about like our our favorite movies. Because you and you and I had this discussion just one on one. I can't pick a top favorite movie. That, that's why we do like a top ten. So maybe like a bonus episode. Yeah, we can do that. All right, bonus episode. We'll do that. Ooh, we'll know. save that for before vacation. Ooh, yes. For like the um, what's we call it? Backup episodes while we're on vacation. Yes. Yes. So, I know our next episode, we officially decided, is going to be 13 Ghosts. Yes. Because that's what Brian requested for his birthday. Will he be joining us? Probably not. Okay. But it is, his birthday is this week. So, happy birthday, Brian! Happy birthday, Brian! Day before St. Patrick's Day. Um, 
we haven't decided yet when we're going to record the next one. If we're going to do next week and then go back to that every other week or do this every other week. I don't know. We'll, we'll... Wouldn't be we, wait, wouldn't we be doing like three episodes in a row? Well, we would be doing two episodes in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would be doing three because of the bonus episode or four. Mm. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> I was just like, I don't know. Something along those lines. But yes, we haven't decided. We will officially decide at some point when we'll have our next episode. Um, we did also talk about going to see the new Fantastic Beast movie together and doing an episode on that. Yes. We just got to figure that out. Well, we got a couple weeks. Yeah, we just got to figure out like when you and I would be able to figure out going and then when we would be able to record the episode and all that fun shebang. Yeah. Uh, but yes, there is planning involved. There's plans in my head. The inner machinations of my mind are an enigma. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but thank you, everyone, for listening to our St. Patrick's Day special episode. Ins- the Boondock Saints. Yes. Insert song here. I, I, I don't know any songs. The Galloway Girl. Okay. <laughs> there we go. That works. That works. Uh, but yes, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed our little. I don't. I don't think the curse words were that bad. Oh, for me they were horrible. Yeah, for me at least, it's just also the the sexual it's, innuendos were horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I, at least me with cursing, it's so ingrained in my vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Especially after working close to three years at a steel shop. Yeah. Where there's no filter whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have a filter, which is why they keep me in the back scenes at work. Yeah, no, fair enough. There's at least, like, some filter for me because we do work with, like, you know, people. But also at the same time, our patients don't talk back to us and can't complain to our manager. So when the clients aren't around, it's free game. Free game back in treatment. Ugh. But I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors. Tell tell your mama, tell your papa, tell your grocer, tell your uh tell your barber, I already said barber. <laughs> tell your butcher. Tell your butcher before you hit him in the face with a piece of meat. Uh tell the piece of beef tongue that you have in the fridge. That you're using just specifically to beat the shit out of your brother with. Exactly. Tell everybody about this. Everybody. Everybody. Not everybody. Because we we're not on that level. No, we got to go to everybody. And then we go to everybody. You exactly. Know, we got to start low school and then we got to you know, be proper. Like, oh, yes, everybody. The suit and tie. Fix the tie. <laughs> uh, uh, yes. So this, the, yes. Again, this is Lizard. And this is. As I said before, the Mighty Panda. And this is us taking on cinema. P.S. If you're comfortable with go seeing the Batman in theaters, go see the Batman. See that shit. I can't stop thinking about this movie. It's just so... I know. Good. It's just so good. It's my, it's, it's becoming my favorite. And live action. Mm-hmm. Because the animated sh- movies are all are beautiful. Yeah. But yeah, sorry. that I just had to throw that in there one more time. <laughs> Watch the fucking movie. Just exactly. Do Just do it. Just get, do get, it. Get up off your asses. Go purchase a ticket on Fandango to either AMC or Regal, whichever one's closer to you, or whatever you have in your time, town or whatever. 
and go watch the fucking movie. Exactly. It's brilliant. Brilliant, I tell you. And have a good evening, night, day, week, month, year, blah, 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 blah. Goodbye. Goodbye. I'm flat. <laughs>